0: Hey, this is Billy. This is Sam
1: Hastings. And thanks for listening to Spill the Sauce Podcast.
0: Do it. You want to clap? <laughs> of course I want to clap.
1: I didn't even... Wow, I saw you clap, but I didn't pick it up. Give me a clap again. All right, there we go. Pick picked it up. <laughs> that was like a little baby clap, but we'll take it. We'll take it. So... We're back again at it, guys. Another episode, Spill the Sauce, another week. Season two, Sam, midway through season two. How does it feel?
0: It, season two's been going pretty awesome. It's going pretty damn quick. I know we had a little lull around the holiday season, so uh, we took a little break. We had to go do some things. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and now we're just roaring into it. It's it's awesome right now, Billy, really, because it seems like right now we're actually getting like a schedule set up like we have someone to look forward to next week. Um, which hopefully that just continues. And it, it makes our lives a lot easier, you know, having people on deck eager and excited to be involved in this saucy adventure we're doing.
1: Yeah, I think I think what it is 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 the first season. We kind of uploaded, like, two, three weeks apart every episode, but now we're more on, like, a tighter ship. So, yeah, I mean, now we're getting it out quickly. I know, yeah, I mean, we're definitely halfway through the second season. It's been quick. We just started beginning of the year. What is it, end of March? So yeah man April's yeah. near man April's, um, near.
0: April's near and then uh and then I imagine things should change for us at least in Minnesota. hopefully it'll warm up a little bit. I'm sure it's starting to look pretty nice where you are.
1: Yeah it, r- it rained today but right now sun's out full out. It's weird it rained today and all the, the freeways here were um, flooded but it wasn't too bad.
0: God yeah That just reminds me of like uh, like when I lived out in Vegas years ago for culinary school. Um, whenever it rained, it was insane. It was black ice. Like people yeah. always warned you that if you're driving in those conditions, pretend it's ice because all the oils come out of the road and it acts like an oil mm-hmm. slick out there. So no joke, dude. Those dry, humid, uh, dry climates when it rains, careful.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. I know in Vegas it rains and it could be like 100 degrees too, which is very weird. Brutal. Super weird. Uh, but yeah, guys, today we wanted to give you a quick. I didn't want to say quick, just kind of a, uh, like Sam said, it's been was it a little almost a year now since we started, which is the last time we kind of got an update on Sam, Sam Sauce, and what's going on with him. So we thought today we catch you up with the boss himself, the Sauce Boss himself, Ooh. Sam Sauce. Ooh. <laughs> just, oh
0: hell yeah, man! No, it's a heard... pleasure. This will be a
1: fun one. No, for sure, dude. I mean, I just you just mentioned he went to culinary school. I think every episode we have a guest on, they always praise and you know. They praise Smokey J or any, I think Smokey J is the most. has been praised on here for sure. Yeah, there you go. Give him, yeah.
0: <laughs> Dude, they love the Smoky J. I think they really dig the, uh, the psychedelic kind of artwork. And it's funny as shit because as you're well aware, people that are making like small batch premium hot sauces, um, they're not for the faint of heart. They're normally brutal. They're hot as hell and they're just meant to fuck people up mm-hmm. um, and then when they try like Smokey J they go holy shit I can handle that and it's awesome flavor it's not just a mild weak sauce so that's why I think I've gained uh, so much success just with Smoky J specifically because um, it's it's sauce for the masses man it's smoke me up sauce for the masses anyone can be able to handle it
1: I mean literally everyone that's been on here just fucking loves it and now we've probably briefly talked about how you know you went from culinary to working in the kitchen to opening this, you know, amazing sauce adventure. And we've mentioned, you know, you went to the Food Fest, came back. That was a big success for you. So, I mean, take us through, man. Any new updates with you? What's going on? Anything new coming up? Fill us in, dude.
0: Well, I know, um, as we mentioned before, starting this past February, I'm going full-time Sam Sauce. Um, so obviously it's just been a cakewalk. The money has just been pooling in. I'm just like, what do I do with this? No, false. It's terrifying. I <laughs> it's wish a, that
1: was the case.
0: It's a learning experience for sure. Um, it really shows how weak my skills are um, in some categories and how strong they are in other categories. Obviously, it'd be awesome to just kick back, not only make sauce because. Most people, they'd either consider co-packing or they don't wanna be involved in that sense. Um, I love making the product. I love bottling it. I love labeling it. Um, And then some people, maybe that's all they wanna do. Um, I also love interacting with customers, going to big festivals. You mentioned I just got back from the Fiery Food Show in Albuquerque. Um, And then a couple of weeks ago, I did a huge Villain Arts Tattoo Convention in Chicago. As a vendor and it was a blast. So I love interacting with people. Um, I love selling product. I love talking it. So obviously I love making it. I love interacting with the people, even like the social media aspect. I kind of dig. I'm not great at it. I always get compliments every once in a while about like, Hey man, whoever's running your social media, tell them, keep it up. It's awesome. I'm like, that's me. And I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I mean, realistically, so that's cool. I get some praise on that sense, but I even enjoy that aspect. Um, the parts where I see myself very weak in is maybe like the website design portion um, or the business side. Truly, the the peas and carrots, the grits and gravy. Um, you know, making sure obviously money's coming in. Where is it going? Accounted for. What are your bottle sales? What are your price margins? Um, All of that stuff. I hate it. (laughs) Tax season, obviously, is finished. That was a headache. Um, Sucks. So I wish I could be that individual that could make the sauce, sell the sauce, interact with absolutely everybody, take care of social media. But for people to really, you know, take care of the books and all that uh, boring shit. Um, I'd be golden, man. I, I would be golden.
1: <laughs> it's, it's it's funny because, like, in a way, it kind of makes you appreciate, like, the... You know, like, people, like, franchisee, a restaurant from, like, a big company. Not even, like, franchisee, a restaurant, like a concept or whatever. And then, like, some restaurant just kind of, like, oh, pay for the space. We'll build it out for you next, you know, in six, seven months, start making money. And then it's like, the other franchises were like, no, no, like, we're going to put you to work in every position, then give you the keys to it like it kind of makes you appreciate those places like a lot more you know it's kind of like that kind of grind almost where like when you're building a brand up or like, you know and i don't want to call like sam's house a brand it's a hot sauce but you know you have to build a brand with it too it's like it like it's, obviously sam is 100 out of 10 on the hot sauce like just crush the hot sauce and now he's telling you like dude like but everything around it now is like what gets like, everything moving which is like the most interesting part ever because like when someone tastes it they just think of like what's in the bottle I'm not thinking of like you know the past six months that really went into all that, or like however even long your fermentation process is. Really, what is it? Some oh, people yeah. some people do it for like years, you know. Like that's crazy. So like you have to think about all that. Like so that's what yeah. There's really a lot like
0: of getting. um, a lot of really cool fermented sauces out there. I know, in in like the craft market, I probably ferment pretty light. Maybe like. 18, 19 weeks. Um, I do see a lot of those guys fermenting for a year, year plus. And I do truly feel like the people that are doing that, they're still considering like the hot sauce thing as more of like a fun hobby, or maybe they can turn a buck on it. Um, cause I really don't see people justifiably fermenting for years and charging a, accordingly to it um to actually be you know a business sense um but you know fermenting uh, for as long as i am you're getting the probiotic properties mm. you're getting the flavor development but realistically i'm not at that point to set and forget you know it could be hundreds of dollars sitting that are fermenting just forgotten about you know um yeah I got to pay bills so we got to move to that stuff so as soon as i hit I think it's a it's hitting a good point um, i go for it for sure but yeah it, it's a time process and then how do you justifiably charge for you know fermenting process you don't um you just hope it's a, a well enough finished product where people are going to enjoy and come back to to make it worth your efforts simple as that
1: yeah i mean obviously like with with hot sauce it's it's not Like you said, it's it's not a turn a quick buck kind of thing. Because it's not like, you know, because what I mean by that is like a quick, you know, turn a quick buck kind of thing is like, if me and you were to make like 100 t-shirts, you know, make a cool design, sell them. They sell in like a week or two. Like, that's a quick buck kind of profit. This, you know, you're taking time from like, now especially you're growing it, waiting for it to harvest, picking it, cleaning it, (laughs) cutting it, washing it, trimming it, blending it, cooking it again bottling it lately like you know it's just that whole like timeline is like just a, a process man it's not so it's definitely not like a quick thing that's one thing i for sure learned when i was making chili oil like it's it's not a quick thing by no means like zero zero quick thing in it and like you have to figure out like you said like you can't charge fermentation like you can't charge for your time really because you like it's yours like it's you know you own it like you choose to do it so then, then, then it's like you yeah, enjoy yeah.
0: doing it then it's not a thought. But I know I speak to some people in the hot sauce space where I was saying like, hey, um, I'm going to buy a dehydrator solely to dehydrate my own orange zest and, um, you know, a dehydrated fresh black garlic for easier processing for doing hot sauces and just adding more elements. And I was told on multiple accounts from, you know, people that are are well off, they're well known in the space, they crush it. It's like, why don't you just buy like, you know, dried orange peel? I'm like, well, I'm chef catered background, Um, I enjoy being extremely hands on. And I want to be hands on with everything. And their response equally was, um, uh, being chefy doesn't pay the bills, and you're never going to be paid accordingly for the time you're putting into it, which I get it. I understand a lot of people go, why? Why would I do that? I can just buy it done. It's simple process, simple mindset i'm difficult i'm stubborn i still like to be extremely hands-on and i still very much enjoy it so i'm okay with that um <laughs> i like even making my own uh, black garlic instead of purchasing it or you know like the fermenting aspect of things or you know hand peeling fresh garlic that i'm getting sourced from uh, hudson wisconsin um yes i can buy five pounds of garlic peeled in a big bag from china um for cheapest um and save a ton of labor but it's a, it's, a, it's a more quality finished product. I like what I do and it still doesn't really feel like work for me, which which is huge. That's why I feel like a lot of people, they get really good with the business sense of things doing hot sauce or any, any food catered item. And they go, cool, I'm gonna kick back, um, you guys streamline the process and make the sauce because I don't wanna do that anymore. Or you guys go sell sauce at markets or meet people because I don't wanna do that anymore. I love doing all of those things still. So it's still a one-man operation. I mean, this is just me. I know my fiance Hannah, she'll help me out at some markets. Um, My boy Hayden, he helped me out at fiery food show, which was fantastic. But for the most part, I'm still bottling everything by hand, labeling, um, capping, um, packaging, marketing, website, Instagram um, podcasts. It works, baby.
1: (laughs) Is there's definitely, there's definitely like nothing more satisfying than like doing everything kind of by yourself, you know, because it's like you get that satisfaction. It's kind of like, uh, like learning an instrument. Like when you take lessons, like yeah, sure, take lessons and get better, but it's like, you know, like when you like learn teach yourself guitar and like you learn like the you know like the, like the first like Zeppelin song, your first like ACDC riff, you're like, dude, I fucking taught myself that shit. Like that's how, like that's how kind of good that feels, like like with trial and error, especially like you with like, like on a chef background, like, like you might as well like work it, you know what I mean? Like you might as well use it or put it to work, like you said. Speaking of
0: first Led Zeppelin tune, it was definitely the intro of Stairway to Heaven, but one of those first tunes going off tangent more musical um, of hitting that like aha moment of, you know, doing anything arts and crafty, let's just say guitar. Mm-hmm. um, It was ACDC, Hell's Bells. I learned that little intro and I was First riff like, you learned? And I was just like, this is awesome.
1: <laughs> Wait, that was the first riff you learned?
0: Yeah, dude. Dude, <laughs> like mine was dude,
1: mine cool too. Riffs. Bullshit. I really? swear to God, dude, I had like a my, my parents got me like a hundred dollar guitar from like Costco that came with like a little shitty amp. And it was like yeah. one of the first things like I learned how to play, because my buddy used to always play. Yeah, so dude. Different. And they always had like the two different tabs, and everyone was like, dude, don't play that yeah. version, play the other version. It was it was always so legit. That was a good. That th- th- that was a good flashback because that's definitely
0: burning through all your parents' uh, ink with printers, just yep. printing out pages of of tablature. And I still have it for some reason. I, mean, I just need to throw this away, like, <laughs> or, like or recycle, you know, something.
1: I feel like for a while it was always, like that deep purple song, and then it oh, went yeah. to like the hell's bells, like, and then that was it, and then that was it. And, of course, the intro, the intro stairway to heaven, you always fuck it up after, like, the first two courses, You're like, fuck. <laughs>
0: well, it's been scary. fun, man. But, no, like, like the saucing, there's some serious work behind it. And I see a lot of people, they do consider it maybe a quick buck. Maybe, no, like, no, the co-packing no. route costs big, big money up front. But if you're awesome at marketing and can just sell a product, it's the easiest way to go. Do it. Make your money and be less hands-on. Um I still very much enjoy being extremely hands-on with everything. So until I'm unable to do everything myself, um, you're looking at the guy that, or listening to the guy that, uh, you know, blood, sweat and tears goes into every single goddamn bottle. And I really hope you enjoy it. And and I really do appreciate everyone's continued support because honestly, without them, there's no way I would quit my day jobs and do this. Um, This would still be an awesome, fun side gig, which I would still very much enjoy but to go a whole on no way maybe it'd be it would be a fight not worth fighting without you know constant backing and you know some positive testimonials from uh, the people that love that shit whether it's you know Smokey J Tiger style any of that good love I dig it
1: what's your favorite one out of your sauces like which one do you enjoy yeah. the most
0: they're my babies. Um,
1: Come on, you, you, you give me like that one parent who's like, "My kids are assholes," except for little Jimmy. Yeah, he's, you know, he's. he's I'll
0: say, asshole. well, the first man, the the, the tiger style. That's yeah. that's too legit to quit. Like, no shit. It's um, big bold, true authentic Thai ingredients. It's one of those ones, along with Smokey Jay. I would say, if hot ones would like lay up on their bottle size requirements and what ingredients to use, which they um, should those would be, those would be, they would be insane. They'd be like the dominant, like king on the pedestal, not toot my own horn, but for all those like Thai people that really like, like you know, Thai authentic ingredients, nobody's utilizing fresh galangal, lemongrass, makrut lime leaves, um, no way. There, there, There is no possible way that people are going to be sourcing out those ingredients going that extent, large quantities, um, especially, you know, blending chilies, different chilies, um, blending spices just like that. It's huge tiger style. It's big, bold, fresh. Everyone's like, Oh, it's like really citrusy. I'm like, well, that's probably the lemongrass, but also like the crude lime. They go, Oh, I get that lime peel. I'm like, it's not lime peel. They're little lime leaves coming off of a tree that I have to source out. And it's difficult. Yeah. Um, you can't just roll into your local Asian market and be like, Hey, I want five pounds of these. They'll be like, um we have like four ounces
1: yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> or even like you know galangal fresh galangal you can get pickled galangal you can get dried lemongrass galangal everything which i had thought about originally but then now going so far into just using fresh ingredients why would i ever even consider it um but i'd say yo, Taga style it, it holds a test of time it was the first one that really kicked off then it was like that aha moment like this is fucking amazing i enjoy this tremendously and then like Smokey J gets everyone's attention, but I think yep. like that would either be another hot one's big hit ticket because nobody's like whole pro uh, cold wood smoking all the produce. They're using, you know, smoked salts or, you know, liquid smoke, smoky flavors. Um, nobody's going to this extent cold smoking for like up to eight hours, all the produce alone, because it's it's money. It's money that you're not going to get back. It's hard to charge accordingly for that. But I think those two sauces would be amazing. And Smokey J I make it, I enjoy it. Um, I don't grab it as often as people would think, just because I do like a little more heat to the table. But for what it is that's absolutely perfect, I will never change it.
1: If, for Hot Ones there's nine sauces, right? Uh, Well, let's just
0: say nine because like, um, um, like the, the bomb's not going anywhere. So yeah, okay, it is okay, like fair. Up of ten total.
1: D- don't you think on hot ones? And, and I'm gonna tie this back into you in a second. Don't you think the 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 last four bottles get more like always every season get more attention than the first four? Like the spicier ones obviously get more attention than the milder ones. Like they just talk, about, they just kind of always talk about like theirs, like their main one they always make. And sure they talk about the first few. I feel like unless it's like Queen Majesty. Like they just kind of like and eh, like they, they're not really that excited about them. Where I feel like you that where like you could kinda of come in, like I feel like you're in, in that kind of spectrum too, right? I mean you're not obviously on the crazy, like crazy hot, spicy sauce side. Like you're more on the flavorful side.
0: Would be right in the middle of the pack. And I think even like Tiger style or even like smoky J as being like one of the more mild sauces, no matter like who would be tasting them, I really feel like they would have like that general nod of like happiness like yeah. this is taste. I mean, I, I really think so, because Tiger Style isn't crazy hot, good middle of the pack. But you're right. Like the last sauces they have always get the most attention yeah. because they're hotter, whether it's good or bad. Um, the first ones always kick things off really nice because they're flavorful. But I have noticed not many um, episodes as of late that the guests are actually like really in the hot sauce. They're there for the pain. They're yep. there to answer yep. questions. Yeah. But, you know, you get those ones where they're actually talking about the sauce. I'm sure the makers are kicking back being like, fuck yeah, man. I mean, that's that's why I'm watching the show, to actually hear somebody enjoy my product rather than sweat bullets and go, oh, God. Oh, God, I need more water or whatever, you know?
1: <laughs> Dude, I remember when I used to work at this Korean restaurant uh, in San Francisco like four years ago, this girl, she was like, can we have like little plates? I was like, yeah, sure. So I gave her a bunch, uh, like a little place, and I was like, and she was like, yeah, we're going to put hot sauce on it. And she had the last dab with her, like when it very, very first came out, like one of like the very first bags, I was like, oh shit. I was like, I was like if I give you like a free soda or like a free beer whatever, can I like have a spoonful of it? She was like, yeah, totally. So I went and got a spoonful of it and told all my coworkers, like here, just dip, like, dip your pinky in and try it, it's hot sauce. And they're like, oh yeah, yeah. Dude, we were all dying on the floor, man. It's like sweat, like boogers. Lips, like it's just all bad, it's all bad. But yeah, I feel like it was the always, original like original, too. Um. Yeah, no, I mean, it, don't get me wrong, like it tasted very fucking good, like super, super good and flavorful. It just, man, like it just, it just hit you, man. Like it just, oh my god, it sucked, it sucked so bad.
0: I know like the new, the new last day of Apollo, I think it's a general trend right now. It's just, let's make it hotter yeah. where it's not that enjoyable. Um, the first one I kind of dug for what it was. Um, you always get like a lot of like mustard seed, but I know the second to the hottest one right now, the mean green that's made by pucker, Butt. um, not to like rip on them, but I have heard that's just like green death. I mean, it's not that flavorful. It's not, yeah. really that but it's hot as shit for what it is
1: yeah I mean it. it I mean you, it's a good point you made like now is like people just go on because like it's an experience now like you're not really like it's before like I'm sure they still care about hot sauces now but like before I'm sure they would care even more as to now I feel like they would care more about like well how how more can we grow the show and get like more guests because I feel yeah, like if I they get they stuff that's super something super crazy then the people are, aren't I feel like I mean there's way spicier sauces than what they have on the show but I feel like if they bring that stuff on then like people just won't come on anymore. like no like fuck this
0: we remember the uh, the Hot Ones, they did like a special release of, uh, it was like three other sauces that all used extracts that were just fucking stupid. Those are like the game show ones where they were doing, those, fuck that. Anything with extracts, I mean, I may try for fun, but I yeah. have no interest. In There's no reason why, like the peppers that are out nowadays can't be upped up in like, you know, um, a ratio to bring more heat to the table and also more flavor. Because, like, anything with extract, if you can mask that extract flavor, um, hats off to you. That's a difficult thing because there's a lot of those sauces that have that extract taste. You know, like, God, that tastes like shit. I, It's terrible. Who would do that? But people want to burn themselves up. But if you can actually mask that, which I think Cajun's uh, did fairly well with the, um, the buckshot and birdshot. They got these crazy hot sauces that uh, Mark was talking about and, like, little shotgun shells where they have extract. Um, they did a really good job covering up that flavor. They're still obviously hot as shit though, but but yeah, I'm definitely in it for the flavor. So I think um I'd turn some heads and it'd be cool. And just the bottle, the imagery would be pretty wild, but pretty intimidating supplying 40,000 bottles yeah, in insane. like a five week period. Um, yeah, it's almost to the point. Where it's like, why would I even send them bottles of my product for them to call me up and go, hey, we love it. We want it. And I go, cool. Can't
1: do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, that, that, Biggest that be kick
0: it. in the
1: nuts ever. No, no, for sure. You know, like like speaking of extracts, if you go into like your local like Asian market, no matter wherever you live, I don't know, like if you guys have like a 99 Ranch out there, or like a H Mart, it's pretty popular around here, but it's like the local Asian markets, but they sell like pure, like it's called capsaicin in like a red bottle, <laughs> and it's yeah. like it's like probably like I don't know, like 12 ounces maybe, like a 16 ounces of just pure like capsaicin extract for like 3.99. And it's like cheap dirt shit capsaicin shit but it's so fucking spicy and so good. It's one of those like Do you know the hidden bowls gems on
0: it like like a least million plus. Uh
1: um, no. Cuz uh. that would be
0: nuts cuz that just has to be for people that are just being mean cuz I think you can get pure capsaicin oils or like the extracts they're like 9 million. I think pure capsaicin is don't quote me like 12 or like 32 million. Um
1: it says maybe- it said, well, this is, isn't the exact like bottle that I'm talking about, but a similar thing says olyricin capsaicin 3.38%. Hmm. But I'm, I mean, I'm, if- I'm telling you, these things are super fucking spicy because we used to always put them in like like soup, like go to customers, be like, oh, like, do you want to make it more spicy? Boop, boop, little drip. Ooh, and people would fucking go crazy after but it was like three ninety nine at the local, like at the local Asian market and it would last for like ever, but it shit was so good.
0: Yeah, that's why it's lasting forever. Nobody is nobody's reaching for that, but but I have dehydrated like a whole bunch of Kraken Scorpions that I still have an abundance of, like different other crazy super hots that I'd like dehydrate and fuck If you're making a soup and if you put like an eighth of a teaspoon of that in there, you're golden, man. Like and that's like natural fruity floral, but too hot. Honestly, um, soups are crazy, man. If you, I mean, I'm sure you've done yeah. it like hot soups, like tom yum Thai soups. They fuck you up. The They're best. the only Thai food that I really can't do crazy hot because it's the water. It, it Yeah, your
1: whole- that's that's a thing. And that's the broth is so
0: me. tasty. I yeah. want to drink it, but you can't. You choke out. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like, we used to always make, a, the restaurant worked out, like, spicy miso soup, like, just kind of in the bag, like, for fun. And that's something, sure, because, like, it's miso soup, but, like, this is going to sound weird, and you might know what I'm talking about, because, like, you've tried tom yum soup a bunch of times, but, like, don't you feel like tom yum soup is, like, in a way thinner than, like, other kind of soup? It's, like, I don't want to say more watery, but it's, like, it's not as thick or, like, you know, it's not as, like, soupy kind of. It's more like just, like, a spicy-based water with, like, all the shit that's in it, which is good on its yeah, own. Yeah. Like, it's absolutely delicious.
0: It, just, it doesn't have much, like, viscosity because you're not using, yes. like, like, a lot of bones or, mm-hmm. like, meat. Um, it's more or less just like a like a shrimp stock, like a seafood stock, but very flavorful. But, yeah, very thin, very watery. But, you know, normally there's whole chunks of lemongrass in there, yeah. which you see some, like, you know, white boys in there trying to chew it. I'm just like, no, 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 no just <laughs> don't eat that. <laughs> it's there. But that's, like, the yum that I fucking love is when there's all that shit in there um because you know it's like fresh ingredients and everything um i know like tom uh, tom kakai Mm. with uh, coconut milk Mm. a little more substance a little thicker but i just go straight tom yum but it's just that bright citrusy spicy sour broth which you want to just lap up and i'm like a big pho dude and i don't like saucing up my pho i'll do like the sauce on the side because i want to drink that
1: whole yeah exactly i like to do that too when you put the whole sauce in, it, it's like it's too salty, kind of at the end, or like the the bottom is just kind of like weird, yeah.
0: Or if it sucks, then obviously you know fish sauce, do everything you want to it. But if it's like Super on salty. the money, that yeah. broth's like oh, don't fuck yeah. with it, dude. Maybe maybe some fresh herbs, maybe a little squeeze of lime, maybe a couple like slices of jalapeno. That's it. I just let it chill and just crush it. Do like hoisin and sriracha on the side, um, for little meat dips, um, and then you're golden, man. But that's good eats, bro.
1: I mean, honestly, man, now you're making me want to get some soup.
0: Dude, we're doing some uh, big old chunks of beef tonight. Uh, I got I to gotta eat more meat, I have a feeling. I eat too much shitty breads and um, rices, which is nothing wrong with it, but feel good after you just eat some straight-up meat, man, just big, rare cut of meat. You just make a sloppy steak, you know. Pour some water over it, you know. Everyone says, "Hey, no sloppy steaks," but they can't stop you ordering a big cut of rare meat and a glass of water. Been, Don't I've, you
1: agree? A hundred percent. hundred percent agree. I've been on a big meat kick lately. Uh, at my work, they got shipped before we go to Sam's House really quick. At my work, they've been they got sent a couple weeks ago, like an extra shipment or called pallets, extra of meat. So like chicken was like ninety nine cents a pound.
0: Oh shit, so, dude!
1: So, blow it up. so, so, so they told the guy in the meat department like told all the employees. I swear, to guy by the time the doors opened and the customers got there, there were none left for the customers. Like all the employees fucking took them. I mean, I still have like two of them still in my fridge. I mean, my freezer just freezing there. Yeah, it was, oh, yeah. It was, it was a good deal on the beef too. Beef was organic beef was like two something a pound. It was just like, like ground. Yeah, yeah, it was like all organic grass, but grass fed beef. And the guy was like, "Yep, they just sent us like an extra pallet by accident." I was like, "Well, I'm fucking buying it." about a shit ton of
0: just good capitalize on that and then you know getting ready for what's to come um obviously people are into the news like with the ukraine russia thing china hasn't been exporting like any grains any corns like yeah. all of 2022 um there's a lot of it, it's gonna get crazy man i think there's gonna be huge price raises not only in gas gas is gonna be the least of people's issues so yeah if you can stock up on some good meat some dry goods um who knows, man? It's crazy times we're living in.
1: Last trick question before, okay, because I really want to go back to Sam's last trick question. What do you think? You're talking about wheat, like grains and corns and all that stuff. What do you think is our biggest, what do you think we grow the most of in the US? Um, like that grows yeah. in the US, like it grows here in the US. Uh, I would. You, you know, you've ate, I know for a fact you've ate this a million times.
0: I mean, pro- just probably corn straight yep, up. You're right. No wheat. Yep, you're right. Wheat's Russia.
1: It was corn. Do you know what? what percent?
0: I don't know. Like the world's percent? No,
1: no. Like 80, like, or, well, I just told you that. 85% of all, like, I guess, produce produced in U.S. is corn.
0: And we get everything else from everyone else. Yeah, it's and like, I was going to
1: guess, like, the rest, of, like, what, potatoes from Idaho probably? Like, that's really about it.
0: Yeah, we're, uh, we really like to source out because... It's cheaper, it which it blows my mind. It's like, why is it cheaper to import a ton of produce from other countries that we can grow ourselves? For some reason, it is. Um, whether it's labor or anything, it's like, well, that's a flawed system. <laughs> I'll tell
1: you this. I'll tell you this here in California. California avocados stink. They're absolute dog shit. They're not even avocados. They're just like poop. It's just tree poop. Taco, uh, Not tacos. Avocados from Mexico, like 20 minutes away. Are the fucking greatest things ever. And I don't know if you heard, but like <laughs> some of the cartels have been selling all their marijuana fields to grow like avocados because it's more profitable.
0: <laughs> so, like, with well, everyone legalizing everything, like, do, well, you, dude? Well, I mean,
1: well, well, that's the thing. Like, they just, uh, well, they caught a truck here across the border like a couple weeks ago with like drugs and avocados in it. So, they stopped that for a little bit. So, <laughs> so, yeah, so avocados have been like a real crisis here, but they just let them back in through the thing. So, yeah, it's just weird how the way produce works. But back in the same sauce, this question I wanted to yeah. ask you for the past like ten, five, ten minutes. You're not thinking of anything new up in the works? New flavors? Dude, wow. new, or like anything you think of like adding anything new? Or are we just cruising along?
0: I'm cruising along. I'm really timid and worried about my current lineup with Nero and Tango. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird as shit because originally when I created um, the sauce, I just called them one, I called it like Fatty Mang. Um, which was like a fatality chilies and mango. And it was just fun. It was amazing. Um, and then I use a lot of salt um, cured lemon in it too, um, or lime for that matter, preserved lime. And it was amazing. Then I changed it up and then I, did, I fermented it, um, which kind of turned out to be trap which I just utilized a little like salt cured lime in it, um, but it's more savory than sweet. So it's like, you know, uh, lacto-fermented habaneros, ginger, shallot, um, a little lime in there, a little garlic. And then um, cut with, like, you know, a blend of vinegars, rice wine vinegar, distilled vinegar. Um, and then Tango, I created it because I had a surplus of green-type chilies that has way more fresh mango and more, and it's not fermented, so you're not breaking down a lot of those sugars. And then more of that, like, salt-cured lime, preserved lime. And that's bang, dude. It's not as hot as Nero. It's really what people dig the most. Um, and it's killer, but I've never really been super happy about the color because obviously I grow my own chilies, I want to, uh, you know, I want something that can utilize the unripened ch- uh, green chilies, but the color is just kind of bleh. Um, and then Trapanero, amazing color, it's great, but once it sits in the bottle, um, it's just, it's, it's a lacto-fermented, so that fresh mango color starts to drop. Um, it's not as bright and vibrant. So I don't want to have, you know, two mango sauces all the time. Maybe I'll, I'll rotate those. So if you guys are listening and you're just like, hey, don't kill tango or don't kill trap narrow, um, I love to hear that because obviously I know people dig the tango and trap Nero is like a hit or miss. So people really dig it for more like street tacos, it's more savory um, than sweet. And the tango is just nice and zesty with that lime. Um, but obviously with those, getting some more labels ordered, obviously super expensive, um, got a pretty good surplus. I'm looking good. I'm getting some more repality labels made. So we'll be pushing more of that on the shows. Um, I have a couple things in the works. Um, obviously, I had uh, this banana sauce um, in the works for quite some time. We're waiting on a special day to release that. And then we'll also want to do a collaboration with Birdie Fuel. Um, it's a small coffee roaster that does a lot for like the disc golf scene, which I'm a big, you know, I like disc golf. I like that kind of stuff. And they do all of their um, bags are like, you know, a tour edition. It'll be like, you know, the Jordan Castro blend, which is a, a local pro from my hometown, Austin, Minnesota. Big shout outs to Jordan Castro. And it's like, you know, his preferred um, roast and everything. And it's whole bean or ground. I'm like, that's awesome. And the the, um, the person sponsored essentially would, you know, get some kickback for those sales. And they have like dozens of different brands showcasing different local pros. And they have this uh, this cold brew um, called the pond diver which is great because that's what people jump in the pond so you know I'll retrieve discs all the time so I'm going to do a, a cold brew extract utilizing that and then work with some pretty cool ingredients to make a cool collaboration utilizing their coffee um, and some super hot shit some really fun ingredients and then I just got to get this other sauce rolling um chimchar my my charred chimichurri sauce a lot of people that have been with the brand from the beginning knew I offered this all the time it was a charred chimichurri sauce which is just banging with fresh capers preserved lemon I like using preserved lemon and preserved lime a lot I love that shit but I just got to get my labels designed for that and just put it out there because that's going to be a really cool super unique sauce that you know people need to get their hands on but as of now We'll say those are the big, big upgrades coming up soon. But packaging has been stupid, dude. Shipping's been stupid, dude. Um, there's a lot more issues at play right now than just developing new sauces. But I'm sure people in the game they're well aware. They're they're fighting it.
1: No, we, we've we've mentioned it a before. I know we've talked about the bananas, like the Asian banana sauce before. I mean, again, like banana sauce is incredibly underrated, man. Like people, I know people just think of like. Because it's easy when you think banana bread or banana ice cream, like just to think banana flavor, but like when you're eating in the sauce, like it's just completely different because it's, you know, it's mixed in there with other flavors and it's, you know, you, I don't, you know, I'm not going to speak for Sam's sauce, but like the one that I've, the me and Sam were talking about last time, the Asian one, I don't know what the brand is, but I'm sure it's like some kind of vinegar in there, a little bit of ketchup in it, some tomato in there, so like it's just a delicious mix of stuff, so. Like is, just, is it that
0: that red kind of like that tomato like ketchup kind of consistency?
1: Yeah, but it's like you know it's like the Asian banana sauce, but it's kind of like yeah. reddish a think, Yeah, yeah,
0: that's just but straight up bananas. I know there's tons of food coloring in it to make it yeah. that red, but but it's straight bananas. There's oh, no oh, tomato. Oh, it's not
1: tomato. Oh, I thought it was some kind yeah, of tomato so in there, like some yeah, kind of so tomato. It's colored paste or something.
0: that way, um, I believe. Don't quote me now, shoot. But it, I believe it's just colored to look that bright red and vibrant. But it's just spicy tomato and it's bitching. I hate fucking ketchup. Um, I just always hated it as a kid, even like the scent of it. But I love tomatoes and I love bananas. So I'll do banana sauce for sure on some stuff.
1: Let me see. I'm looking up the ingredients list. I'm
0: sure we're thinking of the same one, which we are, are. We looking-
1: are. Yeah. Yeah. No. W- when I tell you the brand name right now, you'll know. But oh, yeah. If people are listening, it's if you banana. list there's, 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 Yeah, you're right. It's just, just pure banana and like a bunch of other like onion, chili, pepper. garlic, yellow a sweet
0: spicy kind of condiment yeah um
1: yeah that's the one damn this 12 ounce bottles 87 cents jeez and and then people are looking at our stuff or
0: (laughs) being like why is it so expensive it's like bro don't even man
1: (laughs) that's ins and it's online too that's crazy it's 87 cents These bananas must be on their fucking deathbed before they make them, man. I swear to God, dude. These bananas must be fucking on their way out, man.
0: It's crazy, man. Instead of, like, uh, hiring a co-packer, I should just, like move operation to another country and then be able to do things a lot cheaper and they'd be like oh you're sourcing out for cheaper labor no no i'm still doing it myself but <laughs> i'm just doing it there
1: it's, it says here you're right you did correct me correct it says banana ketchup is a popular filipino fruit ketchup that's why i thought it was i guess a ketchup well like it is a ketchup quote-unquote but it says yep. it's, it's it's dyed to resemble tomato ketchup so it's dyed here just for the i mean the shit's red just like more than i remember it honestly
0: I wonder what color it would look like without the dye. I wonder if it would just look disgusting. Well, I'm sure it would like,
1: sure look like carrot baby food. Yeah. But I'm sure it would look something like that.
0: I'd be interested.
1: Yeah, dude. Um I mean, yeah, dude. Totally cool catching up with Sam Sauce again. Oh yeah, uh, man. No,
0: it was a. I, I like chatting, obviously. People hear me sneak in my own little tidbits on a lot of little uh little chats. But no, it's fun to you
1: know, No, we love it, dude. We yeah. love it, man. Uh if you don't mind, before we go, I have a, I have, remember an episode, a season, or I don't know what season it was. I think it was in the first one. We talked about those weird combos. Oh yeah. So I have one that I discovered the other week, like a week and a half ago, but it's not a spicy one. Do you still want to hear yeah. it? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 dude. Right. I like some cool combinations. All right. So this is for people who have a sweet tooth. This is a very weird combo that just turned out to be fucking amazing. And it does actually have a spicy thing in it, I just realized. So, you get any Rocky Road ice cream. But the preferred one for this recipe is Tillamook Rocky Road. Okay. It is fucking delicious. You get yellow mangoes, like a tufa mangoes. You just get yellow mm-hmm. mangoes. You know, make little mango chunks, put it in the ice cream. For the heat on top, I just so happened to use the Kutino blueberry because I had it here in my fridge. Dude... <laughs> the mangoes and the fucking Rocky Road and the blueberry fucking hot sauce is fucking good.
0: (laughs) What made you think of that? Were you living that Cali life?
1: No, no, no. Dude, I I wasn't high. I was not smoking dude. (laughs) But they had had the Tillabook ice cream. My work was on sale. And I was like, oh, let me fucking pick some up. And right now those yellow mangoes are in season or like right before they get into season. So we have a shit ton of my work. They're 75 cents each. So I was like, fuck it. I'll just get a few of them. So I I ate one I ate the first one the first mango like kind of like by itself just chunked it up you know dice little uh, the peel trick where you just flip it inside out and dice it I was like this shit's good yeah. then I was eating ice cream I was like man this mango would fucking be killer in this and it was and then I was like how can I make this spicy Cause I thought of the weird combos combo we had a while back and I looked in my fridge and I had the blueberry cotino sauce shout out cotino hot sauce fucking killing it it was just even better dude it's so so it's good. like
0: chocolate marshmallow creamy bits um uh,
1: you'd be surprised how good how good spicy dude. almonds are like when the when oh, it's yeah. like the almonds and you scoop a yep. little it's a little spice on there too it's nice yeah i mean the first bowl i, I made it, the first bowl, I just kind of put everything like in on top of each other and the second one i mixed everything together oh man that'd be a fucking killer spin. sign me
0: up man I'm, I'm game for some weird stuff dude i uh I'm always just trying to get goofy with it. I was even like searing off some like hot dogs the other day, just you know, Costco Kirkland Frank's, you know, all day, baby. Um, and then did a little like um, QP mayo, a little hoisin, a little black sesame seed, and then I crispy fried some rice—not fried rice, but just like a little butter in a pan and crispy fried this rice. So it's almost like a little textural crunch. Sprinkled that on top with a little rice seasoning, like a Japanese kind of there you sushi go. rice seasoning. And they were just bitching, and I was like, you know, trying to hype it up. Like Hannah, you you ready for this little crispy rice? And she's like, I mean, you can put a little if you want. Come (laughs) on, gonna be weird, but it's gonna be cool. Like you know, fun texture. So I like getting I like getting weird with things, man. That sounds bitching.
1: It is. It's dope. Try them out. Take a picture. (laughs) Tag us. Let us know what you think of them. I think these are super cool ideas. This has been super cool talking to Sam. Sam, we appreciate you spilling your own sauces to us
0: <laughs> i'll spill any sorts of sauce i try not to spill mine unless it's on some
1: food <laughs> i mean that's if, if that if you spill on some food that's a quality problem don't be complaining about that
0: that's a poor job right there
1: <laughs> sam tell them where they can find the sam sauce if they want when they want to get it hey,
0: today's day and age you can do a lot online it's uh instagram sam's house and then my website Honestly, for the people that are unfamiliar with how you spell my name, just type in samsauce.com, S-A-M-S-A-U-C-E.com. S A M S A U C E dot com. I bought the domain because I thought it'd be a lot easier for people. like, Hey, what's your website? samsauce.com. But it'll automatically send you to Sam's House. That's so, hey, smart, that's the meaning right
1: there. That's. I was just about to ask what happened to the Sam's House, but that's smart, right there. Yep, that's, yep, that's yep. That is smart. You know Make what, guys? It move, buddy. Just because Sam was so smart on that move, I want everybody to go and buy a bottle right now. And that's do, do the
0: Roddy classic. Buy one, buy nine. Yeah, hey, Make my goddamn dreams come true.
1: Was, <laughs> there, there's I forgot where I saw it, is, but there's a deli they used to have like, a sign-up. It said, buy, buy one, get the second sandwich regular price. <laughs> <laughs> so so, so I it was like, oh, it's one of those like. always kind of gets you like in a fucking brain twister kind of thing. Or uh, it's like, you know,
0: free beer tomorrow. It's like, you do see people look at those and go, Oh, if we come back tomorrow and they go, oh,
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> the like, sign
0: doesn't change. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that was good. That was pretty good, man. Sam, buddy, thank you again. Appreciate you. We'll catch you guys next week. Please, guys, subscribe to our podcast. matter we're listening to it, Apple, Google, Spotify, Google's Build the Sauce podcast. You'll find it wherever it is. You know, it links you to a lot more websites too that I don't know about. So that's kind of cool. it's been a pleasure
0: always fun chatting with you we have some other cool stuff lined up if you don't just want to hear about us but um stay tuned man it's gonna be a good season
1: right on boys and girls we'll catch you later
0: awesome cheers buddy